0: again on the move. Superman punch down goes Strowman. Strowman's down. The no, top rope. On the top rope. Ballard. Oh my god. 1916. From the top. Ballard to the cover. Count. We have a new NXT champion.
1: Hey, what's popping, guys? Welcome to the Rock and Wrestling Podcast, Episode 6. Now, it's a different voice than the mic, but it's the same people. Nick, say hello to the people, my man. What's up, people? Yeah, what's up, people? So, welcome to Episode 6 of the and Wrestling Podcast, and we're going to be talking about what went down this week. A lot of crazy things went down. I mean, honestly, I think it might be one of the better weeks to cover. I don't know about you nick
0: well
2: i thought raw was good smackdown and i mean not smackdown AEW and uh, nxt was kind of lackluster but that's besides the point
1: well yeah let's get started with monday night raw so randy orton starts off with a traditional kind of like calling anyone out to fight him for the championship alexa bliss then comes out the feed intro goes off it stops Next you know, Alexa Bliss is gone. Drew Claymore's Randy and holds that title in his face, and he's basically like, this is going to be mine, man. Drew wants a rematch, and he says, tonight he's going to make it a living hell for Randy. Now, I'm pretty sure, what is it? Like, second or third week in a row he's done something like that, where he's like, wait, I'm making your life a living hell.
2: Wait, what? did it start before Hell in a Cell or after? What do you mean? Like, the whole part where I'm going to make your life a living hell. Before. Okay, so probably three Week,
0: Three weeks. Three
2: weeks. This guy, he's I like... I think I was make- two weeks ago, right?
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was. I'll make good life a living hell. Uh, yeah. This is my Drew McIntyre really bad impersonation.
2: Yeah, don't do stand-up.
1: <laughs> but basically, uh, the Miz and Morrison come into the ring. The Miz cashes in on his briefcase. Before he could pin Randy, Drew knocks out both of them before the commercial break. Great way to start Monday Night Raw.
2: Yeah, but this is where uh, me and Spencer are going to a little dispute about the whole thing. So... Spencer was like, didn't the match start already and everything? But I was like, no. It starts at – the referee has to do the hand motion. Mm -hmm. say ring the the bell. bell. Then it rung. Spencer thought I was stupid. Why do you think that's stupid? No, I
1: didn't think you were stupid. So the the thing was, like, I didn't like – I don't like that rule, first of all, because, like, that should have been – that should have counted. That should have counted. Like, if you make – I think of it like baseball, man. You make the motion, you're bunting, and you're going to go, and you make the effort, it's a strike. So I don't see why this wouldn't be a match. But I understand also the other side. I understand that. But yeah. I'm also – I'm a little mad that he still has it. I'm not going to lie. A little mad.
2: Uh, understandable. All
1: right. But on to the next piece. We stay with Miz Morrison. They're interviewed backstage by Charlie Caruso, and they basically proved me wrong in front of Nick. Nick's like, ha, 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 because they basically say, like, yeah, no, we still have – the money in the bank briefcase. Everything is fine.
2: Yeah, that uh, that was uh, that was a very good moment. I yeah, good moment for you. It. Yeah, you got some I, got to, I basically got to call Spencer an idiot. So <sighs> yeah,
1: once in a lifetime opportunity right there. Yeah, but.
2: <laughs> when, by the way, when you get the opportunity to call Spencer an idiot, you have to. Take you got
1: you got to cash it in it. like the briefcase, right?
2: Exactly. But right. Uh, successfully cash it out like mr Morrison.
1: Exactly. So moving on, Elias. He comes out to play his number one song. He said number one on the. I think he was like in Billboard the charts. Nah, dude. I think it was number one of his album. He's really good. It's a good singer. I yeah. think you and I both can agree on that. But it's number one of on the. Where's Trevor block? when you Come need up. him?
2: He'd be like, ah, oh, he's <laughs> yeah. He he's doesn't like a
1: <laughs> But he starts playing his number one song, Amen. You can check it out on Spotify. Yeah, we are promoting him. So Jeff Hardy then comes out, and then all of a sudden we have a Lies versus Jeff Hardy guitar on a pole match.
2: Oh God, the infamous. I did object on a pole match
1: yeah so they they climbed the pole right and then they took the guitar and smashed someone over the head and it's like the match wasn't over you think that's what the match would be yeah but it was just a regular match they just happened to have a guitar on a pole
2: do you know who do you know who created objects on a pole match
1: i was gonna say honky tonk man but i'm gonna go back
2: and go back to some old not not old not really ancient history but it's history The guy I really hate, Vince Russo. He's the man that started Objects on a Pole match. And the reason why you don't see them, that's exactly the reason why you don't see Objects on a Pole match as much because Vince Russo made it.
1: Makes sense. Moving on with the rest of Raw Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler and Mandy Rose and Dana. Brooke, excuse me, that was Jax and Baszler versus Rose and Brooke. Wrote that wrong in my notes, put a little and sign. But there was a tag team championship match. We already knew what was happening, guys. Like, come on, you really think they're going to drop the championship on Monday Night Raw? You're a fool. But basically, right after that, R Truth comes out with the water bottle and he's asked for Bobby Boucher, the water boy. For those who don't know Adam Sandler, he's then told he's fighting Bobby Lashley, not Bobby Boucher, the water boy. And we kind of knew that Bobby Lashley was going to take the dub and he did. It was hilarious. I love the bit. A lot of people said they wouldn't like R-Truth because they put him down. But honestly, I'm an R-Truth fan since day one. I've, I've liked him. And you know that, Nick.
2: Yeah. He's
1: a good dude. But the one thing I did not like about that was that Drew Gulak the gulag guy comes out. The gulag. Yeah. Drew Gulag from the gulag came out and took the 24 seven title. I was so I'm mad about you
2: that. to the gulag.
1: Yeah. Like what the heck, man, the <laughs> Lucha house party is seen backstage and they, they're looking for Drew Gulag to win that 24 seven title. Cause they know he's weak. He's so weak, bro. But they bummed the Jordan. I think it's Omega bin, right? The, the bodyguard of AJ styles. And he's basically yeah. like, what are you going to do? What are you going to do about it? And then they just walk away. They're like, Oh, wrong direction.
2: Yeah. Uh, if, Especially because they're very small at that point, I'd be like, "Okay, mm-hmm. I'm shitting my pants. I'm going to be the <laughs> other way. Goodbye."
1: He's a big dude. He's a big dude. But then back-to-back promos as Nia Jax cuts a promo backstage, talking about how she's really, really pissed that Lana almost cost her and Shannon the tag titles. She wants to fight her later on that night. AJ Styles comes out, and I think one of the better parts of RAW, and he said, "Although Team SmackDown looks good, Team Raw has they have him." He's the, cap- yeah. he's the captain of Team Raw, right? He's yep. a great wrestler, and we could both agree, arguably, if not one of the top wrestlers in the world in the past decade, at 100%. least. percent At least. So this guy, he cuts a really good promo. Sheamus comes out, and he's like, and they say he's part of the team because he, he beat Matt Riddle. Keith Lee comes out after beating Elias last week. Keith Lee basically complains. He's like, well, you're not Captain AJ. We're not calling you that. And then they, they get mad at him. Sheamus is on the same boat. But AJ said, well, I'm the captain. I'm going to rally everyone together, and we're going to beat Team SmackDown. So Braun Strowman then comes out, and he says, well, you need me. If you're going to beat Team SmackDown, you need the big monster on Team Raw. Now, Keith Lee said, well, you're going to have to qualify. And then they go back and forth, back and forth. And then AJ proposes a really good idea, a triple threat match between Sheamus, Keith Lee, and Braun Strowman. If Braun wins... He then joins Team Raw and he did. Braun Strowman won the match. I, I thought it was a pretty good match. What do you think, Nick?
2: I thought yeah, I thought it was a really good match. It was a hard hitting match. I liked it. But like it always like it just seems every, every year Survivor Series comes around. Oh what team's Braun Strowman gonna be on? Like
0: That's true. Uh, that
2: I, I like true. it that I like it, but like like Yes, you you gotta stop with that. Like, mm-hmm. give him like the Intercontinental title for once or something, and like actually like represent SmackDown or Raw in a different capacity besides the Raw Survivor Series team or SmackDown Survivor Series team.
1: Exactly. But like after the match, AJ's like, "All right, the guys all shake hands. Keith and Braun shake hands. Then Sheamus goes to shake his hand. He slaps him. He hugs him, and then he bro kicks him out of the ring." <laughs> <laughs> then Keith knocks Sheamus out of the ring. And then basically life is hell for team raw right now.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's very correct. Oh.
1: We had this weird promo with angel Garza, and I'm not going to talk about it too much. It's just weird. He talks about like giving his dream girl a rose and it's the cameraman. I was confused by that in general, but then Drew's interviewed right afterwards. And he said, he's going to fight Randy Orton and make sure he's the only one that will be able to fight him. And he will beat Miz and Morrison later on tonight in a two and one handicap match. Yep. Then another big highlight of, I guess, Monday Night Raw and the Firefly Funhouse. Firefly Funhouse was really big this week. They go further and further pushing Sister Abigail. Uh, big for the past yeah. few weeks.
2: So like,
1: yeah. So like, long story short, it was pretty funny. I mean, they started cursing for the first time. So I didn't expect that at all.
2: Oh yeah, I was like, <laughs> like, what, what's going on? But. It was funny when uh, the actual Sister Abigail, like the puppet, yes. just dropped an f bomb like, <laughs>
1: out of nowhere. What? And, and then Bray Wyatt closed it off. He's like,
2: "Shit!" <laughs> 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 but yeah. I would love, I would love to see like how many times, like it took them to do how many different takes it took them to do that because there's no way in hell when they bleep it, they actually get it right on the first time.
1: Yeah. There's no shot. They got to, they got to like, do a lot more than that.
2: Imagine, just imagine if they like when they, I, we talked about this a few times where mm-hmm. they, they don't bleep them. And yeah. when they're in the match, they, they actually curse. In their mm-hmm. fight or whatever, yeah. but I would love to see like one day just them screw up and then actually not believe bleep it, and you see like a curse where I would yeah. oh, I'd
1: pr- get some uncut footage, has, right? <laughs> yeah, it's
2: what it's good. It makes up for good TV, you know. It
1: does. So he finally did get that Lana versus Nia Jacks match. If Lana loses, she gets kicked off Team SmackDown, and obviously you know Nia Jack is going to win, and she puts Lana through the table for the seventh time.
2: Wait, she gets kicked off. You mean
1: Team Raw? Team Raw, yes. I wrote in my notes the wrong. But you you can now call me an idiot twice in the same week. How is that?
0: Idiot alert! <laughs> idiot alert.
1: Twice <laughs> in the same week, my guy.
2: Anyway, but wait, was it really to get kicked off? I don't remember that.
1: Yes. So, like, they didn't literally announce it, but that's what I was assuming so far. So, that, I'm going to go with that. I'm going to stick with it. And if yeah. I'm wrong, then I'll give you the idiot pass for next week.
2: Oh, yeah. That's yeah. three and uh, week two and weeks. and a half.
1: That doesn't happen often. It probably won't happen ever again. So you got to enjoy it. But anyway, our truth is shown backstage talking to her business. He walks the other way and MVP is like, well, I got your signed bottle, man. Where are you going? Just throws it at him. (laughs) It's basically like, here you go, bitch. (laughs) Yeah. It basically sets it up for the VIP lounge. MVP says they took care of retribution and they want the raw tag team championships as a reward. Like Nick said about me, man, these are my two favorite tag teams right now. And it's really hard for me to watch that they're both going to fight each other. And the Street Profits are going to fight the New Day for Survivor Series. Uh, basically, three of my favorite stables right now in WWE. Exactly. Where's Trevor?
2: Trevor when you need him? Oh, why are they going to drop the tag titles to the New Day? <laughs> <laughs> basically, long story short,
1: I think one of the best promos we have seen in the past couple of weeks between Kofi, Xavier Woods of New Day and MVP. I wouldn't say Bobby Lashley so much. He's not as good as, on the mic as MVP is. But the back and forth, I loved it.
2: Uh, yeah, Bobby's just a muscle. He's he's like he's the muscle. He's not he's he's yeah. He's the he's envied he's envied the hurt business bodyguard compared to like <laughs> Jordan, much. whatever the hell his last name yeah. is to AJ Styles.
1: Basically to cap it off, right before their match of New Day versus Shelton Benjamin and Cedric Alexander, Wood says that they're nine time tag team champions, they're world renowned, and the hurt business is another twenty twenty failure.
2: Now, I'm a- I remember they thought, they were like, are, aren't we 10 times or whatever? Or something.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: I'm like, new flash, buddy. They're not catching up to the uh, Dudley boys. This is this is my explanation behind it. I hate to go off topic, but just want just say this real quick. I understand New Day are a world-renowned, like, they're a good tag team. But the Dudley boys, they didn't just have success in WWE, they had success all over the world. Yeah. So you can't. Comp- I, lo- I love the New Day, but I'm sorry, but you just can't compare them to the Dudley Boys because I don't think you can. I yeah, don't think you, you can. can. Yeah,
1: I- I'm a you big need, New Day fan. You know, they
2: need to compare them to like strictly like WWE. WWE guys, or, F, or like, J- or WWE tag teams, or like tag teams that exactly. went to other companies, but didn't really do that much in other companies. Exactly. Exactly. Yes.
1: But I would say one big part of that promo, I laughed really hard. I was MVP. is like, "Well, Kofi, didn't Lesnar beat you in eight seconds?" And Kobe said, Well, according to Lana, Lashley can only last eight seconds. And I was like, <laughs> Oh my God. I loved it. I loved it. But basically, so they have a really good match. Benjamin and Alexander won. But the thing I was confused about is they fought and they did this really good promo, and it wasn't even for the titles. Yeah. It was, it was like just me, because.
2: Means, like, when we're watching it, me and you were like, Yeah, we're like, Oh. This is for the shit. tag titles. Like, what? Yeah. And then when they won, you don't see like I was like, why are they not give the tag titles? Yeah, them? what I'm like, the hell's going on? It's just a
1: match. It was, like, I it, didn't...
2: it was a little a complete one eighty swerve.
1: Yeah, I was happy as a New Day fan, but as a WWE fan, I was disappointed. They let me down there. Yeah, not gonna lie, I did not like that. But to further. To put further emphasis on Sister Abigail, they do another promo. Nikki Cross, her old Alexa Bliss's old friend, sees her backstage and she's sad. She's like, You haven't talked to me in so long. Like, I can't do that. You got to do the Scottish. But basically, I,
2: I, I
0: can't. I <laughs> you're can't. better than
1: I am at it. But she's basically mad. She's she like, What are you doing?
2: I can't.
1: And basically,
2: <laughs> I could do a good Conor McGregor impersonation. I, I guess. I mean,
1: that's not WWE, though. That If we get a UFC podcast and Antonio, I mean, that would be the way to go.
0: Yeah.
1: But the fiend, she's like, the fiend's controlling you. And then she turns around, and she's basically scared, and we see blue contacts in her eyes. I mean, it's cool, but we're seeing the same kind of thing every time. It's going to get old soon.
2: I wasn't expecting to see the eyes, though. That kind of – not, like, scared me, but, like, I was uh-huh. like, wait, what? I, I that you. caught me off guard because I wasn't expecting that.
1: Yeah. I mean, we, we got two matches left. Let's go over them. Ricochet versus Tucker Knight.
2: alert. Dumbass alert. Dumbass alert. <sighs> It's called
1: Tucker now, not Tucker Knight. Well, no, 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 no. Uh, it's, uh, it, no, no, no. no, no, no. Listen, fart. listen. Not really. I would have said Tucker. I would have said Tucker. But if you go back and rewatch the match, he actually has the name Knight on his um trunks, the back, the butt part.
2: Okay. So.
1: Well, since it has Knight, I included Tucker Knight. But if it wouldn't have had that, it would have been black you, and it, I, I, it had the machinery. I would have said based Tucker.
2: Based off of what they announced him as. So, idiot. Old. Okay.
1: I wouldn't say idiot alert. I wouldn't. I really wouldn't. cause Semi-idiot alert. So, I don't know. If John Cena changed his name, like, I would go by John Cena slash whatever he had in his trunks. Like, you see what I'm saying? Like, it, it, you can't brand yourself as something uh, else and then be like, I'm not this. But anyway, yeah. I so the, the match happens, right? Ali comes out before the match. Ricochet whatever wins in say. a minute. It was almost a squash match, right? Tucker or
0: Tucker Literally. Knight. It, it was
2: the complete opposite of a squash match though because like normally a squash match consists of a very strong big guy against a little guy That's true the complete reverse I was yeah. like
0: mm-hmm.
2: Like what what's the definition for that yeah. uh
0: <laughs> I don't
1: know. Dude. I was so I was still called a squash match, but it would just not be as good, it you know. Made no sense. It didn't. But then retribution comes out. T bar throws Ricochet out of the ring. They beat up on Tucker. Slapjack brings Ricochet back into the ring. He tries to fight back, and they basically just beat him up. Again, That's what with happens.
2: Stupid names. Oh my
1: god. <sighs> I'm. Uh, we'll talk about it another time.
2: T bar.
1: Um, uh, mace, uh, right? Mace. Oh my god. No, maybe a mace, and then reckoning. Oh my god! Terrible, terrible, terrible writing. But Drew's All backstage- I know
2: is WWE writers were probably so high on fucking crack or something. Yeah, shit, I don't know what they were They were on, like, dude. you know what? Let's make these their names.
1: For real. But then we got a promo backstage. Drew's backstage. And Sheamus talks to him. And he's like, hey, listen. Join Team Raw. He's like, I want to. But I want to fight Randy for the WWE title. Which kind of confused me a bit. Because I thought it was Raw versus SmackDown. Title versus title. But not for the title. I Survivor Series.
2: Wait,
1: what? So, Drew McIntyre said, no, I can't join Team Raw because I want to fight Randy Orton in the Survivor Series. But I'm like, I thought Survivor Series was supposed to be the top champions facing each other. Like, you know, we got New Day and the Shoe Profits, how they both have their titles. But they're not going to switch them. They're just fighting for Randy Orton.
2: Unless for some dumb reason, they make Randy have two matches in one night.
1: I wouldn't like that. I, I, I feel like. He's worth a lot more than that, you know. It's
2: not the first time they've done that before, so. It's well, I
1: matter. do know that, but then we do have that final match. Drew McIntyre obviously wins versus The Miz and John Morrison in the two one handicap match. Randy comes out. It was kind of Nick called it. Nick Caldwell were watching it. Randy came out. RKO Drew. The Fiend starts laughing, and Raw ends.
2: I th- I think we all could have figured that out because it the show started off with Randy getting Claymore, and obviously the show's going to end with somebody getting RKO'd.
1: Exactly. Exactly.
2: But I'm going to be honest, I wasn't really expecting Drew to get RKO'd. I was kind of expecting either Miz or Morrison because Miz tried to cash in on Randy.
0: Yeah.
2: God, when the, by the way, th- going back to that, when I saw that, I was getting flashbacks. Like, I was getting, like, <laughs> some very, very bad, like, deja vu. Like, oh, my God, it's going to happen again. Like, oh kill me. <laughs> so, yeah. Raw was a good Raw is good.
1: I would say raw is good. I'll give it a minus. A minus this week. I liked it. But let's head over to Nick with AEW.
2: Oh yay. (laughs) The the last AEW, the last dynamite before full gear. It was a complete trash fire, in my opinion. It was a terrible show. Let's talk about it. I can't say trash fire because that's like really bad. Mm-hmm. It was not good. Let's just put it that way. Okay. AW started off with Jericho getting interviewed. It talks about how Jake Hager won his MMA fight. That was a good fight. Hager's a mm-hmm. freaking monster. And then MJF interview uh, interrupts Jericho. And Jericho basically says, you know what? You're lacking that killer instinct. And he basically calls him salt. He, not basically, he called him soft on live television, which was pretty funny because when MJF came out, they're all chanting soft, and he was like, just kidding. Oh my close. god. <laughs> but before that, after that, Jericho went out, was because Jericho was on commentary the whole night. First match of the night was MJF and Wardlow versus Ortiz and Sammy Guevara. Oh, what can I say? Um... It was an odd seeing Sammy and Ortiz fight. Be, I mean, ha- together is because they're not the normal tag team in the group.
1: Isn't it Santana I mean, and Ortiz?
2: Yes, and then the yeah. second the second tag team would probably be Sammy and Jericho.
0: Yeah, it the chemistry. Started. Jake but Hager that, it was
2: <laughs> I thought it was a decent match. It was fine, but the funny part after the match was freaking. Um. uh MJF is leaving the ring. Everyone's just ch- chanting "soft." He gets so pissed, and MJF's like, "Soft, soft!" <laughs> and literally, he literally, like, oh my god, it was so funny. He runs. it literally just like a freaking missile right into Chris Jericho, and just jumps him at the commentary table. And then I was like, and then like it happened. That all you see, all you hear is uh, Jr. Just like. Get him, Jake! Jake, get him off of him, Jake! Jake! It's like Hager, get off him, control it. And then you see Hager push Wardlow. I'm like, I'm like, oh my god, we're actually gonna get are we gonna get Wardlow versus Hager? <laughs> I was like, I was at the edge of my seat. I was like getting hype, but like
1: that would have been nice.
2: No, so I'm like, come on. Like I want to see Wardlow versus Hager. That's gonna be a they can make that a really good match. But it after could. that, Tony Schiavone, the man, the myth, the legend, Tony Schiavone, Interviewed Omega, and Omega basically talks about how it's how hard it was to win the tournament is because they he talks about how like most tournaments he's been in in the past he's had some type of break like a one one week off break or like a buy or some sort of time in between but he didn't because they want to get it done because they wanted to make sure it's all they can finish it at full gear, which I understand. Yeah. But Omega also talks about how every tournament he's been in, he's won. He's referring to the G1 climax in New Japan.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And he uh he's had some he has some great history in that mat in that tournament. And after that, it was Trent versus Miro. Miro's uh single uh one yeah, singles debut on Dynamite. It was it was basically like s can't say a squash because it was a decent it was decent. But Miro won after hitting game over, which in WWE was called the accolade. was like, Mm -hmm. can't he call it that? Like, you would think he'd still call it that. Yeah, because they never
1: made that into a t-shirt or anything. Like, they really branded the word accolade.
2: Jericho uses – he still uses the code breaker and he can call – like, it doesn't make any sense to me. Like, some sometimes when wrestlers leave the company, like – like FTR, their new mm-hmm. finisher—I forget what the name is—but it used to be Shadow Machine. But they don't. Yeah, I, I don't understand it. Maybe because they just don't want to be known as they, WWE I, copyright. Like also WWE guys,
1: I think Vince just picks and chooses his battles Probably. as far as who to like, who he wants to actually. Exactly fight, like
2: you know? like Cody with the whole Rhodes freaking suit. That whole thing was just ridiculous. But we'll talk about that later in the show. Yeah, exactly. But after the match. Uh, Miro and Sabian attacked uh, best friends Trent and Chuck, and then I don't know where you see uh, Orange Cassidy get on top of the uh, top ropes and just jumps onto Miro and uh, Sabian, and it was that was that was uh, pretty uh, pretty good. And after that, Jr. interviewed Hangman Adam Page and said he knows all of Omega's moves, so he counter everything. But like Jr. was said, are you sure about this? He says, are you sure about this? He's like, are you? Don't you have to be a little bit nervous? And Hangman's like, yeah, I'm nervous. Like everyone's nervous before matches. Mm-hmm. Like I like he's 100% worried what he said. Every I don't care if you're in front of a thousand people or a hundred people, you're still nervous because especially when you're on live television,
1: yeah. that makes
2: up for the fans. Exactly. Yeah, television. you
1: don't want to mess
0: up.
2: But. And then after that, Hangman just says, you know what? I'm kicking his ass at Full Gear, which I cannot wait. I uh, I didn't watch the match yet. I got to watch it. But I it's going to be, it gonna
1: be good. good. It'll be good, bro.
2: We're actually going to do a uh, IGTV video about that tomorrow. Yeah.
1: So, no, yeah, stay, keep your heads out.
2: For that one. And after that, Team Taz comes out. Basically, and Taz is just pissed. Why is Taz not pissed? He's always pissed off about something. He's, he's never Taz.
1: happy. <laughs>
2: Taz, and he
0: basically Come said <laughs> and,
2: and uh Taz basically because Taz is waiting. One reason why he's pissed, because he's waiting for Will Hobbs to get back to him about answering about joining Team Taz. Taz also gets pissed out is because he asked for uh two minutes of Tony Khan's uh time, or they call him TK,
0: mm-hmm.
2: and um he also talks about that how he couldn't get two minutes of Tony Khan's time, and also talks about how Brian Cage is not getting the opportunities because he, if you, because AEW does ranked, which I love that. I love how they're ranking wrestlers. It's, it's like, like a sport. <laughs> it's good. I, I love it. it. It make and it makes it really good because it's like mm-hmm. it. You lose one match, you're you're you go go down in the rankings. I love it. I think it's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah I don't think I can't remember the last time I seen uh of uh, any type of show, do something like that. But besides that, I 100% agree with Taz. Brian Cage is not getting any opportunities. He should be getting
0: opportunities. Yeah, like,
2: I understand Darby Allen is the number one contender for the um, TNT Championship, but I say whoever wins that match between Cody and Darby at full gear... Mm-hmm. Let them hold the title for a little longer, and then put Brian Cage in that. Let him win that title, because I think it's cool how we ha- how they brought the uh, FT right FTW title right. Yep, I like how they brought that back. But besides- I I think it's it's just it's stupid because it doesn't really mean anything. But yeah, after that, t- Taz is oh my god, he was screaming at this part, which I 100. percent I don't know how the hell is. Taz goes delirious because um, Ricky Starks is not ranked. He won 11 of his last 12 matches. He won, and he's not ranked in the top 10 or top five, I think. Wow. And I'm like, this is ridiculous. Like, just as a fan, like, th- that That sucks. Like,
0: yeah.
2: he's such a good wrestler. Mm-hmm. I-, I remember when we were talking about that, and I – uh. I remember I accidentally called him Tony Stark. Mhm. <laughs>
1: yeah. Wait, wait, hold on, hold on. idiot, idiot alert! Wait, hold on, idiot alert!
2: Fuck yeah! Oh,
1: that's what I thought. <laughs> <laughs> We're just playing, fam. We're just playing.
2: <laughs> like, then after that, after all that shit was over, private party versus the Young Bucks. I was very shocked that the, I heard. This match was not originally planned for Dynamite. The Young Bucks wanted the match because they wanted a warm-up match before they faced FTR in full gear. Makes sense. But I also heard that Matt – everyone knows there's a difference between on-screen injuries and off-screen injuries. On-screen injuries is what Matt Jackson with his leg. But I recently found out he has a partially torn – either partially torn – something with his ACL or something Mm -hmm. I read about. And I'm very shocked that they took that match because of his status. And that's why I'm very curious to see what happened to full gear, because, like, if the Young Bucks win the tag titles, like, aren't they going to probably have to drop him? Because I don't know if Matt's going to have to get surgery. But besides that, Young Bucks won. I thought it was a really good match. I thought it was decent. One of the best matches of the night, I have to say. After the match, FTR attacked the Young Bucks and tried to – do the same thing to uh, Max light with the steel chair, but um, Hangman came out to help uh, the Bucks, and then Omega came out, and Omega was like, they both came out, they're helping their friends, but after it, they, um, Omega and Hangman shook hands, and then Omega turned his back on Hangman, and Hangman just like just took him and just t- pull, uh Pull them to the side and says, Don't you ever turn your back on me like that. I'm like, Oh, shit. Like, this is going to be hype for full gear for that match. That had to be a <laughs> banger match. And then the face to face, the meetup of Eddie Kingston and John Moxley. The rules were if any one of them punched one of them or another in this, if anyone laid put any contact on them, their match at full gear would would no longer be. They would get rid of the match, or however you could say it.
1: Gotcha, yeah.
2: But um, Kingston tries to bait in Moxley when he comes in and all that crap. And then Kingston, the blah, 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 says he's going to beat Mox. What, what's mm-hmm. your opinion on that? you think he's going to win?
1: I mean, Kingston beating Mox, that's hard. To, that's a hard pill to swallow if that yeah, happens. But
2: Kingston's a good wrestler. He's, he's, yeah,
1: he's a good wrestler, yeah. but I say – I wouldn't compare him to MVP, but like characteristic-wise, I would say they're similar. They're both really, really good on the mic. And but, I mean, right now, I would say Kingston being MVP, but I don't know about John Moxley.
2: If you guys watch Being the Elite, they have parts on Being the Elite where Matt will give Kingston a any type of object and cut a promo about it. He gave him um, the Sour Patch Kids. And he cut a whole <laughs> promo on Sour Patch Kids. I'm like, what the fuck can this guy not do on the mic? He oh gave cookies, banger promo. I'm like, what the, f-? like it's insane how good of a promo we can make. Yeah. But Kingston talks about how, how he had to sell out, and he basically said oh, I'm going to beat you, Mox, because when I beat you, I'm going to take this to my mother. I'm going to show my mother that this is what it was all for. This is the reason why you don't have a grandkid. This is the reason why you don't have a grand um, a daughter-in-law because I couldn't do any of that because I wanted this. I oh completely God. understand because it's hard. <laughs> like, I understand where he's coming at because it's hard to have a family and wrestle. Yeah, it Some is. But Mox basically then Mox talks about his mother and then Kingston got pissed. He was like, "Oh my god, like I could, he wanted to punch him."
0: Mm-hmm.
2: But and then after that, Mox says loyalty is a bitch and he always gets burned and he never thought he would get burned by Kingston because they used to be very good friends growing not growing up but yeah, on the yeah. circuit. They were very good friends. What's your opinion on that whole uh that whole promo?
1: I like it. Dude, I told you, Kingston's a good guy on the mic. And Moxley, when he was Dean Ambrose, even in WWE, he was a good guy on the mic. Not the best, but he still knows how to talk. So, I, I, I like the, the two strong guys that know what they're talking about. Of course, it's going to be good. It's like watching Boomer and Asiason on CBS. Like, you know what's going to happen. It's going to be good. And
2: Moxley is just a straight-up lunatic, and he speaks like a lunatic on the mic. And I love it. Yeah. the expression. Now, right. now we get to another part. The, the – the, uh, the mo- This was funny because me and Spencer were literally talking about when's Pac gonna come back. Like, is he? Oh done? yeah. <laughs> and literally, literally, maybe I don't know if it. I think I think it was in. It was literally the next day. Yeah, we're talking the about a Tuesday. To return, mm-hmm. and I said to Spencer, like, "Okay, that's kind of weird. Like, mm-hmm. is AEW watching us <laughs> somewhere?" Like, is like is like we're like okay. Is my house like rigged like with cameras? Dude, healthy, like all I'm saying is it,
1: huh? all I'm saying is you Nick myself and Trevor need to be on the writing team of WWE AEW.
2: I don't know. Whoa, whoa, whoa. WWE. Yes, I don't know about AEW because I like AEW uh, writing.
1: Team. All I'm saying is we take over everything. It'd be amazing. We know what but we're doing. We're on the same
0: page.
2: Pack, yeah. But now get back to the little pack situation. Mm-hmm. Pack return. Talk about being gone from AEW. He talks about how being isolated feels like he was abandoned. Well, I don't know. you could say that because it was kind of a, a law for an isolation thing.
1: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it makes no sense.
2: Yeah, but it was. It was.
1: Just you got to like, provide something on screen, I guess.
2: Yeah, very true. But it was. Um, it was good to see. It's, it was good to see Pack back on AEW TV, and they said Pack will make his return next week in a match. Can't wait to see because I love that. He's yeah, sounds good. One bro. of my favorite wrestlers. Can't he's, wait. He's so good. And then the next match was just a straight-up squash match. I'm just going to tell you the match and who won. Red Velvet, like a protege of Randy Rose or some shit, I don't know, versus Nyla Rose, and we all know the the um, AEW version of Nia Jax, but the safer version of <laughs> Nia Jax won that match. Oh,
1: Rose. my God. You're lucky Trevor's not here, my guy. He'd be uh, roasting I don't you right care, now he'd be busting your balls.
2: <laughs> Who cares? If I had to pick between who's the better wrestler between Nyla Rose and Nia Jax, I'm going Nyla Rose straight up. i tell
1: up. you what, let's add this to the debate. Let's add it to the debate. We're going to have a debate soon, right? All right we're talking about Brock Lesnar, and now we're going to talk about
0: this. And she's Section a safer
2: wrestler, too. But after the match, Hikaru Shida was at ringside, and she basically talked shit to Shida. Shida talked shit back. That's not yeah. Then after that, they went backstage. The butcher and the blade attacked the natural nightmares. Q. T. Marshall and Dustin Rhodes. I don't mean to go off topic, but Mm -hmm. I'm I gotta we got I gotta discuss this real quick. How stupid is that? What I like it makes no sense. Dustin Rhodes. Dustin could use his last name in other companies, but Cody can't. Like. Someone explain to me the, the the stupidity of that. Like again, <laughs> he picks and chooses his battles. So gold like, dust,
1: gold dust isn't as marketable. Like gold dust, Dustin Rhodes isn't as I would say successful. But he's he still, out, well,
2: hold, he's still out of, dresses up like he's gold dust, but he's I know, no, 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 no,
1: no. I'm saying gold dust slash Dustin Rhodes is not as marketable out of WWE, out of like not wrestling in WWE than Cody is. And like you've said it yourself, Cody has established himself as a really good wrestler after he left WWE.
2: But still, it's stupid that, like, it's still in general how stupid that is.
1: Let's leave this for later on because I think this might be a fun fact when we talk to our friend later on in this episode.
2: Okay. And then the last match of the night, it was John Silver, the members of Dark Order, John Silver... Cole Cabana and number ten, whatever the hell his name was. Cole Cabana, boom, boom. <laughs> Cole Cabana, boom, boom, boom. boom, boom Cole Cabana, boom, boom. Or, yeah. or sorry, it's I gotta say, I gotta say it correctly. Colt, boom, boom, Cabana. We love that name.
0: Yeah, we love nice.
2: Cole Cabana uh-huh. here. Like hell, my dream would. One of my dreams of dreams would love to have Cole Cabana on the show because that'd be just great. It's
1: Colt that'd be cool. Boom,
2: boom, boom, boom Cabana. And then they versed against the Gun Club, Billy Gunn and Austin Gunn. Austin Gunn is Billy Gunn's son. Yep. And Cody. Or I could find – I. I, I, I <laughs> Cody Rhodes. Rhodes now. <laughs> I can say Rhodes now because he dropped a freaking lawsuit on him or whatever. Yes,
0: sir. But, yeah.
2: And Cody and the Gun Club won that match. And then after the match, you see – you see uh, Darby Allen all the way up in the rafters giving you some Sting vibes of like Ooh. that Sting sitting up in the rafter type stuff, like giving you that old vibe like that. Mm-hmm. And then basically cuts a promo and just says, you know what, Darby, I'm going to beat you. And let's see what happened in full gear. But that was AEW. Well, I thought it was a decent show. What do you think, Spencer? If
1: you could let- give me a letter grade, what would you give it?
2: A B minus a C.
1: Yikes! All right, well they definitely got to improve then, because if Nick doesn't like it, dude, and Nick's a big AW fan, they got to pick up their shit.
2: But- well, <laughs> wait until we go to the ratings war. I don't know how the hell this happened, but we'll go to the.
1: Yeah, but this yeah. next segment is brought to you by our Instagram account at Rock N Wrestling. There are no G's. R O C K N Wrestling without a G on Instagram. You can check us out. We're doing daily posts. You can check out our store. We got a bunch of polls going on, but.
2: Okay, that's welcome. The, I, I never,
1: I never heard of uh, that one. Brought you by, yeah, okay. brought to you by our Instagram account, my that's guy, Rock and Wrestling without G's. Now, welcome to Nikki's oh. knowledge. I don't have the official toll yet of how many he's gotten right or wrong, but for the past two weeks, I'm pretty sure it's 100. percent So yeah, let's see. Let's see. Five. I'll tell you what. One of them you should definitely know. Maybe a couple others. I would say so. But I'm gonna try. I try to stump you on like at least one of them. So we'll see how you could do. True or false, Chris Jericho, also known as Y2J, holds the record for the longest I C title reign at 454
2: days. True or false? Fuck. I know he has nine title reigns. So that does not help. But do
1: you think he holds the record for the longest Intercontinental title reign at 454 days?
2: I'm
1: just gonna go true. Fuck it. You're wrong. It's false. It's actually Honky Tonk Man.
2: Fuck! Oh my dad! Yeah. Oh my god! My dad's gonna kill me. He's gonna <laughs> kill me. He's gonna be very
1: disappointed. I mean, it was a 50-50 shot. You can't can't go wrong, right? All right, but this one we got multiple choice. Which of the following superstars is not from in quotations parts unknown? So like the Undertaker, for instance, he's not a, he's not an example in this question. He's
2: from Death Valley. But you understand
1: what I'm saying? He's not from a real place. Yes. Stuff like that. Parts, parts unknown. unknown. Here are your four choices. Tell me which one is not from Parts Unknown. A, The Boogeyman. B, The Berserker. C, Giant Gonzalez. Or D, Kane. I can repeat them again if you want.
2: Wait, he's not from Parts Unknown.
1: Yes. So three of them are. Which one is not? The Boogeyman, The Berserker, Giant Gonzalez, or Kane. Oh. You got stumped on this one,
2: <laughs> which is not from parts.
1: Yeah, they're all monsters, basically. So
2: I'm gonna go berserker because that sounds like the most logical one.
1: That was close, but it's actually the boogeyman. Surprisingly. me.
2: I'm not no. good.
1: Okay, no, th- I don't, I don't hey, no,
2: why, why the hell is boogeyman not from parts unknown? That one Listen, makes no
1: sense. I don't understand either, but I got it from WWE.com. So
2: well, WWE, you gotta fix your shit.
1: I don't, I don't say fix your shit. I think they're right on this one. I don't think they're wrong. But this no, one. I'm, I, I'm
2: sorry No, they're
1: right. But it makes no sense how. Well, he's yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: No, you know, you're right.
1: All right. So complete the sentence. You're going to get this is a gimme. It's a gimme. Right. Come on. Come on. It's like complete the sentence. I'm Miz and I'm awesome. There you go. One. You got one oh, no, point. No, no,
2: no. Wait, wait. <laughs> I'm the Miz and I'm awful. <laughs> All
1: <laughs> right. Yeah. Question number four. Another IC title question. Oh,
2: great.
1: Which superstar has not won, has not won the IC title at least five times? Here are your four choices. Chris oh, Jericho, Jeff, okay, Hardy, nine time. Jeff Hardy, Rob Van Dam, and The Miz. Which has not won the IC title at least, at least five times?
2: Okay. Jericho, nine times. Miz is like eight times. So it's either Hardy or...
1: RVD, yeah. Mm. So it's a 50 50 shot. Again.
2: <laughs> Wait, which is not a,
1: at least a five time? At least, yeah. So it has to be less than five times.
2: I'm just going to go Rob Van Dam because Jeff Hardy is just more. Oh, I,
0: I'm sorry, bro.
1: It was Jeff Hardy. <laughs> <laughs> you know that's what? fucked that's, that's a hard fucked. one that's a hard one and you you brought it down to the last you two. Do, how do you
2: do that to jeff hardy he hasn't oh my god
1: <sighs> okay so we're one for four right now but we can go two for five okay not what i want how to many wrestling events have taken place excuse me excuse me how many wrestlemania events have taken place outside of the u.s one two three or zero how many times has WrestleMania been held out uh, outside of the US? One, two, WrestleMania?
0: Three.
1: Yeah. Or wrestling events. WrestleMania. One, two, three, or zero. Cause wrestling events has been a bunch of times. Like, you know, Mexico, like a bunch of places. So I don't want to name them, but WrestleMania. How many times has WrestleMania been outside of the US?
2: The only one I know, I think, is when they were in Canada. So I'm gonna go one.
1: Mm. I'm sorry, Nick. The answer was two.
2: <laughs> What's the second one?
1: They were both in Toronto.
2: Fuck! But they had two WrestleManias in Toronto.
1: It wasn't back to back. I don't remember the exact. I could look it up if you want.
2: That's so stupid. It
1: wasn't. It wasn't the exact. Like it wasn't back to back. Hold on. Give me a second here, Nick. It was not back to back. Like year after year. Oh, here it is. Okay. Um, it was WrestleMania. Six and WrestleMania, 18.
2: I know, 18.
1: Yeah. So, six and 18. Fuck.
2: <laughs> Can I maybe get one more question to redeem myself?
1: All right. Um. What is John Cena's catchphrase?
2: You can't see me.
1: Yay! Nichols, the two for six. <laughs> Fuck you. Idiot alert. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. You're not an idiot. All right. Let's get back on. Yeah, no more than four. you do. Let's start off with NXT.
2: Okay, NXT, another not the greatest show I've ever seen. It's not, hey, it's not the greatest show, man. It's the not. Okay, I'm not even going to try.
1: Now, I think you uh, messed show. up there, bud.
2: <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> Just and, a little uh, bit. The night started off with Ember Moon versus Dakota Kai. Okay. So, I got this very wrong. Ember Moon coming back. I'm thinking, okay, Ember Moon's going to win this. Complete swerve. Dakota Kai won.
1: Not going to lie, I expected that too.
2: But, wait, expected what? Ember Moon to win? Yes. But Dakota Kai did not, she won, but she won with the help of Raquel Gonzalez.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And then after that, Cameron Grimes or sorry uh Cameron Grimes, like I like to say it, <laughs> uh gets interviewed and talks about how it was how that haunted house match wasn't even considered a considered a match. Well I'm I agree with him a thousand. Yeah, I agree that. with that too. That, I then, didn't watch that was bad. Uh, he basically gets PST. Or P- PTSD when he sees one of the referees that was dressed as a zombie. He basically gets PTSD and just runs and just screams off, which is fucking funny. I was like, what the fuck? Until they actually said like, oh shit, the poor <laughs> man was scared to death. But besides that, and then after that we had Kushida versus Cameron Grant or... Uh,
0: Cameron Grimes.
2: <laughs> Before the and then before the match, before the match started, Shotzi Blackheart gets interviewed and talks about how fun it was to host Halloween Havoc. But she talks about her match with Tony Storm that night, which I'm not gonna lie, that was a pretty good match. But I love Tony Storm, one of my favorite wrestlers, another women's wrestler, women's wrestlers in WWE. Mm -hmm. But Kushida got the dub on that match. It was a, it was, it was a Cameron Grimes match. It was good. It was not good. It was in the middle, and then after that, uh, Io Shirai, the NXT Women's Champion, talks about her victory against Candice LeRae in that match at Halloween Havoc last week. And then she challenges Rhea Ripley because that's the one woman she, could, she did never beat in a singles one-on-one match. Because if you remember, oh. as she won the title, she won in a triple threat versus Rhea Ripley and Charlotte Flair, that who was the champion at that point. And after that. Killian Dane and Drake Maverick versus Everrise, the the furry the the fury and the furry,
0: which
2: (laughs) even the music was stupid. Oh my god, it was so funny. Like the Wade Barrett is just basically saying, "Oh, just when you think I'm starting to like Drake Maverick, now I hate him." It was funny, (laughs) but it was it was it wasn't a great match. But thank God, Pete Don. Oney Lorcan, Nanny Birch, and uh, Spencer's favorite, Pat McAfee, interrupted the match. They attacked Yes, him. sir. <laughs> it's just, this part really pissed me off because you all know I love the Undisputed Era. They are my favorite NXT tag team of all time. But McAfee pays tribute to the Undisputed Era and talks about their history, how they debuted when uh, they were like, when they, they debuted um, when they were like, we need a we need a fourth member, and when Roger Strong turned on Pete Dunne and joined Undisputed Era, the whole Golden Prophecy. They talked about their whole history, which was pretty cool to see because you know me, I freaking love VUE, the UE, Undisputed Era, baby. And then after that, McAfee's like, you know what? Let's put the undisputed era flag up in the rafters. We'll hang it from the rafters. <laughs> and then they swerves everyone on that. Gets a trash can, puts a little bit of lighter fluid, throws it in there, and puts that bitch on fire. He's gotta <laughs> piss me off because they burned the undisputed flag. Oh God, that really hurt me because I love the undisputed era.
1: You do and like we her. all know.
2: Pat McAfee is just great on the mic, but like I said to Spencer. It would not surprise me if he's if McAfee's on a short leash is because he likes to open his mouth. What do you have to say about that? What do I have to say? About that? <laughs> yeah. Do you agree with me on that? Do you think he's on a short leash? I
1: don't. So here's what I think.
2: I don't he's think he's a loose
1: cannon. In my yeah, opinion. Yes. But I think part of that is so I think he's loose as far as he does say a lot of stuff he shouldn't say. But exactly, also like, but they're also using it to their advantage to promote him as that person. Exactly, so I don't think, but, but he's not on a short of lease as I think you think. So let's say we're talking Well like, like on
2: his like on his his talk show, he basically roasts or talks shit about every like not everyone, but a lot. Well of yeah, people I know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he exactly. does, but
1: I would say it would be short, but it's really not as short as you think. I would say it's a little bit longer. We got a bigger dog here. Bigger dog to feed.
2: Yeah. <laughs> but after that, Johnny Gargano talks about beating Damian Parish and then he's playing like a board game with that masked man with like the, with uh, who? what kind of mask was he wearing? It was uh,
1: I honestly don't remember. I
2: don't what kind of, it was from a movie, but whatever. And he was playing a board game, which was so stupid. I was like, what the fuck's going on?
0: <laughs>
2: and then after that, it was Tony Storm versus Shotzi Blackheart. Tony Storm. It's Tony time. Tony Storm got the dub, but after after the match, Candle LeRae destroyed Shotzi's Blackheart's little her little tank she rides into the ring with.
0: Oh I was God. like,
2: I was like, that's fucked. That's no. so fucked. That is fucked. You cannot that, do that, is, that to Shotzi.
0: That is like
2: nice. that's her thing. That's her gimmick. Like I love Shotzi Blackheart, and like that happens. I was like, what the hell's going on? I'm like, WWE stop it. And then after that, the Xia Li gets interviewed and talks about her letters from Boa. And basically they asked what was in the letters, but she was like, Oh, I can't talk about it. It's uh secret. Oh uh, secret secret. <laughs> and we asked uh ask for a match against um <clears throat> uh Raquel Gonzalez. If she can't beat Casey Catanzaro, how the fuck does she think she can beat Raquel Gonzalez?
1: I don't know. Please add that up. I, I have no what idea. What the <laughs> hell?
2: I was like, I, I just wanted to see William Regal be like, I'm sorry. I can't give you this. You're you're just the worst.
1: Yes, yeah, so come get on. Get off my show. <laughs> come on.
2: I. And then the main event was Tommaso Ciampa versus Velveteen Dream. As you all know, I hate Velveteen Dream with a passion. But besides that, I thought it was a very good match. I think that was probably the best match of the night and good because obviously it had to be the – hopefully it was the best match of the night because it was the main event. Exactly. It surprise me if it wasn't. It was so it.
1: if you had to give NXT at a letter grade, what would you say? Higher than a B minus C?
2: Give it a B. Big. Both, both AEW and uh, Whoa, you
0: NXT.
1: Can't, you just changed the the score for AEW. What do you mean? I give it a B. No, you give it a B minus, B minus C. AEW. Yeah, that's
0: what
2: I'm doing the same with a- NXT. You just said B. B, B minus. You said B minus. I said B. Whatever. Both B minus.
1: Okay. Well, there you go. You think
2: they're both trash B? they That's fine. They are terrible. They only had maybe one or two good matches and like one good promo. It's terrible. Yeah. I mean.
1: You want me to take the ratings war or you want to jump on that one?
2: Um, No. I'll do it this
0: way. Let's get it.
2: So, AEW Wednesday Night Dynamite brought in 717,000, which is down from last week's 781,000 viewers. Well, that was kind of... We think we all figured that one out after watching it together. Give it a B minus, expected, right? And then NXT brought in 610,000 viewers, which is way down from last week's 876,000 viewers. Wow. The the reason why I believe Havoc got so many viewers is because that's the first time Halloween Havoc's been on in like... the 90s. 90s,
1: Exactly.
2: So, like. That's probably why they got so many viewers. It makes sense. But if you if if uh if you're uh if if you're not deaf or just not stupid in general, you can obviously tell AEW won the ratings award. Yeah. That streak <laughs> is about to start up again.
1: Yes, sir. But talking about streaks, let's head on to the last show of the week. That's right. They call me Dr. Seuss. I rhyme and it is a crime. Let's go on to SmackDown. <laughs> I'll tell you. Put me on a mic. I, I'll be, I'll join new day. I'll show when we do video podcasting. I got my trombone. You know, it Nick knows wow. it. Nick knows. It. I got my trombone, got my tuba, bass guitar. We're ready to go. Anyway, Smackdown. What do you do,
2: replace E.
1: If I have to, if that's what they want, then I guess I'll do it.
2: Okay. If
1: they really need me, then I guess I'll have to do it. It's okay.
2: Okay.
0: Let's go.
1: We start with Smackdown. Kevin Owens basically makes fun of the Samoas makes fun of what happened and how basically uh, Jey Uso is lack of a better word. Roman's bitch. <laughs> Basically, my guy.
2: I, I, didn't I call that in the, in the beginning? There,
1: Samoan Jay, Shields.
2: Yeah, but I, but no, but I called it how in the first few weeks, Jay's going to seem like Roman's bitch.
1: He will. He sure. has to. I hope for the sake of the Samoan shield when it forms that it takes a while to form. It's not just like Jimmy comes out and Jimmy all of a sudden is like, well, I'm going to join too. Like, no, Jimmy
2: is still recording, recording, recovering. Mm -hmm. Sorry for my, Ah, uh, recovering from, I think a knee or something with his leg injury. So that'd be great. If WWE writers were smart, which we all know they're freaking not,
0: yeah, they would take slowly their job. <laughs>
2: take their time and ease their way into it, and then when yeah. J- Jimmy's ready, yeah, bring him in.
1: If he comes back and all of a sudden he's in it, I'd be really mad because there's no development there. It's like, oh, we got,
2: oh, we gotta make it. The shield. Like, <laughs> I could see the Simone Shield start a few weeks after Survivor Series.
1: Yeah, That's I can see that time. if he comes back.
0: Yeah, but let's go. to f-
1: First match of the night: Sasha Banks versus Bailey for the SmackDown Women's Championship match. Nick, honestly, I don't know how you feel about who's better right now because like you've liked both in the past, but personally, me, I'm a Banks fan. Yeah,
2: way better than Bailey. Fuck Bailey.
1: Okay, so you like Banks now? Okay, I just want to make sure. No, that I, honestly, you know you know why I don't like
2: Bailey anymore. The heel turn. That nah, because I, I used to love the whole hugging
1: thing. Yeah, she doesn't hug you anymore, so you're pretty pissed about that, aren't I don't
2: you? I want to hug.
1: And you want a Bailey hug? Yeah. Well, Jey Uso wanted a hug, too. He's questioned about his actions. Roman was like, hey, what? man. How did you going
0: to
2: do a segment like that? What the fuck? Paul Heyman.
1: Paul Heyman comes out. What do you think, Paul Heyman?
0: Hey, you want a hug from a walrus? Yeah, here's a hug. So, basically, no, Jey is
1: being questioned by an accent by Charlie Caruso, who's being a – no, not Caruso. I don't know her name. It's someone that looks like Caruso, but she's not as hot. It's bas- that's, that's what we'll Caleb say. Braxton probably. Yeah, she, she's not as good, okay? Wait, was so she, she blonde? I don't remember. All I know is that she was really annoying because she kept making... There like, was,
2: like, two blonde. She two kept blonde. making
1: fun of Jay Uso, and I was like, is that really your job, or are you just being a jerk right now? So, she, she questioned about his actions. He's like, well, I had to do it. Roman's basically my god, and I'm his bitch. So, <laughs> Paul Heyman comes during the interview, and he's like, hey, hey, if Roman didn't authorize this, you can't have this. Roman's waiting for you. Then we go to another promo, which I thought was... I kind of saw this coming in the next couple of weeks, and it—it it, it sure enough it came. Rey Mysterio's seen in street clothes. He's on his phone trying to call Aaliyah. Dominic, he's like, "Hey, what are you doing?" Her match is like right now. It's next, and he's like, "Well, go get my gear." He goes to get his gear as soon as he leaves. Dom- King Corbin smacks Rey and tackles him straight through the TV equipment backstage, and that's the what end of.
2: The fuck is- Corbin's still King Corbin. It's been
1: a year. I'll tell you, it's King for Booker. It's gonna be the same thing. It's going to be the same thing for at least a couple years.
2: Oh, my God. I want to shoot myself every time I hear his freaking song but
0: come on. This is
1: the third promo in a row. Jay is confused. He's, he's like, why do I need permission to be interviewed? And Roman's like, well, everything has to come through me. You sit on the head of the table, right? And he's like, well, yeah, I did say that. And then he's like, well, what happened with you and Kevin Owens? He's like, I'll deal with it. And as he walks away, Roman starts getting mad at Paul Heyman. He's like, "How come you didn't know about this? You're supposed to know about everything, so I don't have to do anything." He says, "Go tell Adam Pierce to solve the problem with Owens tonight." For those who don't know, Adam Pierce is kind of like—I wouldn't say a general manager, but how would you explain that, Nick?
2: General—I don't know. The only way I can think of this is like a general manager for both shows. He's like the overseer. It's weird. Else. Yeah. yeah.
1: Or COO, or I, don't know. Oh, I don't, don't know.
2: Don't even, don't even, that's like, that's a mockery to Triple H right there. Don't
1: you you even can't even that. give him a title. I don't know. What is this man's job besides saying, he is
2: ready, all he's right, yeah, we're
1: right. going to have a match today. Yeah. He, he,
2: he's he's not the guy. He's just a guy.
1: He's like, he's not, oh, he's not the A guy. He's probably the B guy. Or he's probably the, the B guy. guy. Yeah, the B guy. No,
2: he's the Z guy.
1: The Z guy. All right, you're going pretty darn the, down the alphabet. But let's start with the letter R. Rey Mysterio goes against King Corbin. Don't you just you love my transition today?
2: Dude, I'm God telling you, it.
1: I'm gonna keep it rolling. I'm not stopping for anyone. Rey Mysterio loses to King Corbin as uh your favorite wrestler, right? King Corbin, I'm oh. uh, Baron Corbin. He's still in street clothes the whole match. I thought that part was hilarious. Um, Seth Rollins comes out during the match, he stands up on the ramp, and you know, King I'm Corbin. I'm so wins.
2: confused. Didn't Murphy like help Seth? Yeah. I mean or no, sorry, help Corbin.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Well, I mean, by jumping up like that, I mean I don't know. It can go both ways really.
2: I'm so confused because that the whole night Seth came out during his match. Mm-hmm. And then we'll get when we get to the Seth. Yeah, we'll, we'll get nice to nice. that we'll yeah. get to
1: that match, yeah. Yeah. But then we have Natalia versus Ruby Riot versus Lena Vega for
2: It's our Natalia, th- God, say it correctly.
1: You know say what? It.
2: Saint Italia. And Corbin
1: is better than you. Anyway, so Saint,
2: Saint, qualifying Wait, 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 Say Natalia.
1: Natalia. The qualifying match for
2: Team Smack. Wait, wait, wait. You mean the boat? The best of all time?
1: What? She <laughs> calls herself the boat. That's that's a dumb I, name. Remember Lana
2: came up with that?
1: Oh, well, that's why it's dumb.
2: <laughs> anyway, so
1: Ruby Bryant wins. Honestly, her hair, dude. Like, what's going on with that? Oh, the but- short green hair?
2: I want to be honest. She, she, she went up. She went on the hot meter when she had actually long hair, but now she's Ooh, back
1: down. I don't agree with you, but she definitely fell off further when she did this. <laughs> so, the,
2: uh, kind of, they copied.
1: I would say NXT in this next promo because you said he was playing board games, right? Someone's playing board games in NXT because Big E is playing Monopoly backstage. I don't know why they chose this, but he's playing monopoly backstage, right? He, with a random person, by the way, not even a wrestler. No one on the roster. A random person. He Rando. gets Yeah, he gets interrupted.
0: Rando alert. Rando alert.
1: <laughs> he gets interrupted by the Street Profits who ask him for the inside scoop of their match versus the New Day. And he's like, oh, don't worry. The inside scoop is you're going to lose. They all start laughing, and it's really awkward. Then Billy Kay comes out and makes it more awkward, and she's like, I'm looking for a team. Here's my resume. And they're like, ha, you actually suck. And they walk away. They don't say that, but that's what they wanted to say.
2: They're thinking it. They were we thinking can read. it. By the way, we could read minds on this show if you didn't know.
1: I mean, yeah, Definitely. obviously. But talking about reading. No, no, I can't make a segue of that. I'm sorry. I, I don't know. <laughs> but we had Otis. We're, no, just... we're
2: not reading minds, but reading scriptures of the Messiah.
1: Well, if we're reading minds and scriptures of the Messiah, Seth oh Rollins God. goes against Otis. <laughs> you, you hooked me up with that segue. You're
2: welcome. The qualifying
1: match for teams. You're Smack very match. welcome. Murphy comes out in the middle of the match, and he just watches ringside. He's like, what the fuck? And like, I'll, I'll explain more. Of it. I'll explain more. Of it.
2: Nothing, like, Oh, sorry.
1: The Mysterio family is watching backstage, and we're like, okay, obviously something's going to happen. Murphy jumps onto the ring as Otis is about to do the Caterpillar on Rollins. Distracts him. Otis starts running towards Murphy, goes to knock him down. Murphy jumps down. Rollins knocks over Otis, curb stomps him, and wins the match.
2: What the hell is wrong with Aaliyah?
0: Well, okay, we got to talk about that promo right
1: after. Hold up. The, the promo's coming up. The promo's coming up. So Rollins catches up with Murphy backstage after commercial break, I'm pretty sure. Murphy ultimately says, he's like, listen, you're the Messiah. I'm the disciple. He makes him say it like three times, which is really monotonous. And Ron's like, ah, yeah, I'm a bad guy. Yay, let's go. And then he walks away. As soon as it happens, Aaliyah comes swinging. She's starts punching Murphy, dude. <laughs> She's like, I trusted you. I-, I defended you in front of my family. They think I'm basically trash now. He's like, trust me. It's for the greater good. You need to trust me. And that was that promo.
2: And she be like, okay, as long as I get something good later. <laughs> oh, my
1: God. No, honestly, though, I didn't. I see okay. what's happening. What's Murphy's on? a baby face, but he's going to make it seem like to Seth Rollins that he's a heel. He's going to infiltrate his little Messiah thing, and he's going to shut him down. So
0: Or, I, I'm or, or he's
2: going to burn it down. Not yet. Okay. Not yet. Not you yet, set because me up for that. We don't no. have fans. We don't have Thank fans you. yet. You set me up for that.
1: We don't have fans yet. When there's fans, I will say 100% he will burn it down. But then we had another like bs Lars Sullivan bully exactly, interview yes. honestly i didn't enjoy it i'm not even gonna talk about it that's all you gotta know it was another Can bs you interview.
2: actually say because i actually didn't see this part Explain like
1: he basically goes on a whole rant and he's like listen guys i was bullied when i was younger and i hate bullies and then he starts saying but i'm also a bully and i'm gonna bully you and watch and then he he says watch he's like i could do this and he just screams at the top of his lungs he's like i'm a bully and i was like wow you're, you're really intelligent Really, really smart there, bud. You're really, really using your college degree if you have What's one. Two plus two. Uh, Wait, <gasps> I was like, dude, what? Oh, my God. But yeah, but so you got the last match tonight: Jay Uso versus Kevin Owens. Paul Heyman and Roman watch backstage. Paul Heyman comes down and watches ringside. Close to the end of the match, Roman's song comes on. No one comes out, and Uso wins. Roman only comes out afterwards, and they basically do a pose, and they're like, we won. Pose. End of SmackDown.
2: Yeah, I thought if you had a rate SmackDown, what would you give it?
1: If I'm getting a letter grade, I'm going to say a B. A a little bit better than NXT, but not that much better. I would say Raw took home this week. Yeah, definitely. Raw was the best show this week,
2: by far. But now, entering the ring from uh, somewhere in Mexico, El Toro. Azul.
1: que, que what's poppin'? It's your boy El Toro Azul. I'm gonna be giving you the top five current events happening in all over wrestling. Let's talk about it. Let's get started. Number one, Davey Boy Smith Jr. Yeah, you heard me right, Davey Boy Smith Jr. Wait, what? Davey Boy Smith Jr. The former WWE tag team or partner with Tyson Kidd for the Heart Dynasty, and. The son of the British Bulldog. He's currently at Major League Wrestling. There are rumors that he might get signed by AEW. What do you think about that?
2: I would like that, but I'll, weren't there also rumors that he may go back to WWE? Oh, I heard.
1: That's what I heard like half a year ago, though those rumors. So, yeah. like, I mean, I, I I can't see him come back though, to WWE. They don't have enough spots, honestly, at the storyline. But as far as AEW, I mean, maybe he might squeeze in as a low card and work his way up slowly. That's what I was see out of
2: He's up there in age, too. so
1: that's, that's what I'm saying, so it would be hard. But I think it could Yeah.
2: Happen.
1: What's the second one? As Survivor Series, WWE announced, if you guys didn't watch WWE this week, The Undertaker will have his final farewell after 30 years. Isn't that something? It's crazy, right? 30 years of wrestling. 1990 to 20- 2020. Crazy. Did he think he was going to wrestle that long? I don't know. John Cena, none of them know when they're going to wrestle that long, right? Exactly. But our next article, AEW star Miro, a.k.a. former WWE star Rusev, says why he was released during the budget cuts. So he explained on Talk is Jericho with Chris Jericho, it's a podcast he has, that him and 10 other superstars were together on the fact that they didn't feel safe at work. They They had their own little, like, group chat. Someone leaked the group chat to Vince, and he was one of the people that got fired. I think that's a dumb way. That's so stupid. How do you get fired because you don't feel safe going to work? That's just a a classic Vince scenario. But we're going to go to the fun fact that I know my friends Spencer and Nick were talking about before. WWE let go of the Cody Rhodes and Brock Lesnar trademarks. You heard me right. And Brock Lesnar trademarks.
0: Oh, that
2: puts a smile on my face. to think, oh, my God, Brock may never come back.
1: It's true. (sighs) It's possible. And
2: it it, also puts a smile on my face because fucking Cody could finally start using his freaking last name.
1: Yes, sir. Yes, sir. But let's get into the last current event. Nick, you're going to like this. I don't know if you've heard about it. You're really, really going to like this. As an AEW fan, you're going to like this. You know what I'm talking about? Okay, that's good. That's good. So, guys, if you're a wrestling fan... Listen in. This is going to be... If you remember one thing from the episode, listen to this. November 10th. Keep that in your brain. November 10th. Okay? November 10th. AEW will be making an announcement on social media about their upcoming video game. Oh, I heard about this. WWE didn't release a game this fall. They released 2K Battleground, which is like a mini game. AEW has a chance to show them up before WWE brings out 2K22 next fall.
2: Oh, please
1: do. Dude, honestly, like I think it's going to be... It's gonna be phenomenal. I'm buying it. I'm not a big AW fan, but I'm buying I'm it. Buy it. I even buy if it. Even though it's full price, I'm buying it again. Like, honestly, the game. I want
2: to see. Honestly, like think about it. Like, you could actually wrestle with like Kenny Omega, because like, like when we play WWE, we download these guys. Like now you exactly. can actually wrestle with you them. You don't have to
1: download them, just play a different game.
2: Yeah. Now you can download WWE, guys. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> but like I wanted one more comment on WWE though, because I did hear rumors maybe like half a year ago. Before we started the podcast, Nick and I were talking. Now if you guys have ever played SmackDown versus Raw 2008 featuring uh, ECW they're going to I heard rumors that for WWE 2K22 it's going to be SmackDown versus Raw featuring NXT, featuring
2: NXT I would
1: love fun. that. Oh my god. Dude. That'd be freaking it'd be, great.
2: it amazing. And just just think how big the roster is going to be too.
1: It's even bigger. It's already big now. Like think go back to WWE 12 and then go back to this like come on. Yeah. Big difference. But it's only going to get better from there. 100% any last thoughts from the wise man, Nick? Nope. Besides the fact that you went two for six and Nicky's knowledge?
2: <laughs> or besides the fact of how much of a freaking dumbass you are?
1: Okay, well, no. Tucker Knight is Tucker, but we're going to leave it off there. We'll leave it for the debate. I don't know what's going to happen, but we're going to make it happen, right? We're going to vote. We're going to have a debate. We're going to have a debate. We're a
2: little presidential debate, but we're, but we're actually... Or, or our little presidential. Tread, tread,
1: tread on water here, Nick. The, Pres- try not to break the ice. have
2: actual presidential debate slash election, but it'll actually be done in one day, not a fucking week.
1: Well, we're not gonna have an. Ele- i do not you're really gonna get elected to. We're all in the same position, but we're anyway.
2: All- I'm elected when I'm elected. I'm gonna, in the immortal words of our truth, when I'm elected.
1: I'm bring Jimmy with me.
2: That, and <laughs> I'm gonna make sure there's no more. Sh- spiders. And I'm going to stomp on all the spiders. Don't you remember that from years you ago? You heard it
1: here from Nick. He's going to stomp on the spiders.
2: No, don't you remember thank that you. from years ago <laughs> when R-Truth used to do that? Yeah, okay. I remember. When, we got to look up the YouTube video.
1: We will. We'll, we'll, we'll watch it for sure. But we want to thank you guys so much for listening and tuning in to episode six of the Rock and Wrestling Podcast. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at rockandwrestling, R-O-C-K-N wrestling, no G's. No G's. Isn't that right, Nick? No G's. Instagram at Rock and Wrestling. Thank you so much for tuning we're the, in. We're
2: the rest, we're the wrestling with no G's.
1: That, yeah, that's our tagline. We're the wrestling with no G's. And we'll see you next week.